Hello and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Doris Freer, and today is Monday, April 20th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during the scary and uncertain time, and we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. We do. Kate, how was your weekend? Well, on Friday night, I attended a Zoom cocktail party. And on Sunday, my college friends, my best friends from college and I all hung out in a Zoom. Oh. So it's just uh, Zoom, 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 Zooming over here. <laughs> You've been very social. You know what? And I, I actually have really enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I feel like now we're kind of getting used to like the cadence of a Zoom chat and how like when to chime in and how it works. And so like, uh, it felt more um, comfortable. At first, I was very hesitant about constantly being on video with people. It felt very awkward. But yeah, you know, also at this point, I'm like, I'll do whatever it takes for human interaction. Right. So. <laughs> um, I was at the same cocktail party on Friday night. And I also enjoyed it. It was really fun. And you know, I as as discussed, I've been sort of wary of these things. So I was I was also pleased to discover that it wasn't as as awkward as I thought it was going to be. Well, I will say the people who threw the cocktail party were very thoughtful in that they had questions that we then broke out into smaller groups to chat about and then went back to the bigger group. So I felt yes. like that was in my brain it would ju- it was just going to be like 30 people staring at each other, but I totally <laughs> very well like structured, which I think you kind of have to do. It's almost like playing party games. Yes, I completely agree. I thought that worked really well. I'd also never been in a Zoom with breakout rooms before. No, me I neither. thought that worked really well. So, yeah. I don't know. The other thing I did, Dory, and I'll talk about this further on Forever Thirty Five. Um, but I decided I, I I can't remember also which podcast I've talked about this on. All podcasts are starting to blur into just like one big podcast. So I apologize <laughs> um, to whoever is listening, but. I have kind of come to the conclusion that I want to learn how to do eyeliner during this yes. time because I can yes. experiment without ever leaving the house. So yesterday I did my first kind of trial run and um, and I just also just put makeup on for like the hell of it. And then I emerged from my bedroom and everyone in my house was like, why do you have makeup on? Why do, why do you have makeup on? What you, and like everyone's face when they saw me was like that, like that, like look of, st- of like shock and stunned weirdness. Like I walked out wearing, <gasps> oh, like God. A, 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 it was it was truly weird. But um, so far, you know, I have like the ability of a, I would say a tween, but I'm getting there. Do you recall which tutorial you used? Oh, I haven't. I didn't watch a tutorial. I oh, just you just tried it. it on my eyelid. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm so impressed. Well, I think actually probably what you're saying is correct in that I should be using a tutorial, but I did watch a bunch of tutorials about French braiding and Dutch braiding. So I'm also trying to get better at braiding my own hair. Well, you know, you sent me a photo, your hair was in braids, your eye was catted, and (laughs) your skin was radiant. So I'm going to say you killed it. 
Well, thank you. I will talk more about the products that I used on Forever 35 because that is really the space for it. Uh, and I will elaborate on some of the new things I'm trying out because I did get some new products um, in, a, in a, like a quarantine panic purchase, like one of those like it's midnight mm. and I'm like I'm about to fall asleep, but I'm feeling anxious. So I'm going to buy stuff. Yes. Purchases. I'm familiar. I, I also I entered a, um, a contest to win a van uh, like a late night. That was another weird late night thing I did. A van, like a like a passenger van? No, like um, a souped up like van, like hashtag van life van. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I entered a uh, entered a contest for that, so you know, this could tell be where a, I'm at right now. This could be a fun new life for you. You know, if we ever if we ever uh, kind of make it out of pandemic times, I'm yes, gonna, and I and I win a van, I will um, <laughs> be trying, maybe changing things up. You'll be like, you see know, ya. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing, you know, I, I and I think you're feeling this, too, and I'd like to talk talk with you about it. But, you know, I, I had another acquaintance lose a parent because of covid this week. And, mm. you know, I think I'm not completely processing um, the vast amount of loss of life and grief that's happening right now. I, I think I'm a little bit kind of sh- I've shut myself down from it. Maybe yeah. it's, it's like some sort form of like self-preservation. But this one, hit, this one really kind of hit me a little bit, and I was having, I, I, I just started. It was like the thing that allowed me to then really kind of allow myself to feel a bit more about what's been going on, mm. and also how I, I feel like our government has not, like, could have done stuff and didn't do it, and that yeah. this, this loss of life across the world is is so much of it feels unnecessary, and I'm feeling a lot of just anger and sorrow and yeah. so and I know you you have mentioned in our notes that you've been feeling a little pessimistic and melancholy lately so I, I might be entering that space as well and maybe it's good to start allowing myself to really feel those things I don't know yeah I mean I just I feel like I've just been feeling sort of pessimistic you know what I think I'm in the fourth stage of grief yeah yeah I'm in depression yeah, which is very, th- those stages are are real and accurate for yeah. sure. I don't think I'm in anger. I think I've, I think I've passed anger and I went through bargaining and now I'm in depression because mm. <laughs> mm. I don't, I don't feel angry anymore. I feel sad. I'm just feeling like pessimistic about life ever returning to some semblance of normal. I'm worried that my husband's job won't start up again until God knows when. I mean, there's been no sense of when anything's going to open up. Um, and then that leads into me worrying about money. And then it's just like a big spiral. Um, and I feel like like the protests this weekend really unnerved me. And I just felt yeah. like powerless and sad and was like, this sucks. So... I don't know. I'm trying to focus on the things I can control, such as the candle that is currently burning on my desk. Look, it's the little things that keep us grounded. Truly. And right now, it is this candle for you. Tell yes. us, give us, paint the picture so, of this candle. So a, a week or so ago, I said, I said to you, Kate, that I felt like I needed some candles. And you were like, oh, honey, I was on that train week one. And I was like, oh, okay. honey. <laughs> well, here I am and I ordered some candles um, and I got them from PF Candle Company, which is a candle company here in Los Angeles. 
And the one I'm burning right now is Moonrise, it's called. And it has yuzu, Indian jasmine, and smoked cedar wood. Oh, that smells, sounds so nice. That is the, that is the scent profile. Um, they're not overpowering and they're made with soy-based wax. And I, I, I love this candle. I can't say enough good things about it. And the price point is not too bonkers. The right? price point is reasonable. It's not, they're not as cheap as like a, a Target candle. They're not as cheap as a Cozy Nights. I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, but they're also not as expensive as like a diptyque candle. Like mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. this one was $25. So sort of like high, medium, medium, high range, I guess. Medium range, medium range candle. Have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live sketch, The Christmas Candle with Emma Stone? I have not. It's, I, I'm going to send it to you and then let us show note it. It is very funny. It is a very funny story of a regifted candle. And Ooh. I feel like it, it might bring us some, some laughter during this time as we also celebrate the magic of candles. <laughs> Which are to be celebrated. Um, and it, oh, it, yes. It truly is bringing me joy. And I just, I'm just trying to focus on those things right now because the, 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 the world outside of my home is overwhelming. Yeah, it really is. There's no other uh, no other way to say it, really. No, it's 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 really scary. Yeah. So sorry, I don't mean to be a downer, but no, I'm. F- that's the reality of things and how you're feeling. Yeah, that's just where I'm at today. Um, but should we hear from some listeners? Because our first our first voicemail is is a more I would say optimistic story. This voicemail cheered me up yesterday when I needed it the most. So I think it will bring some joy to other people. All right, here we go. Hi, ladies. This is Emily calling for the Here For You um, podcast. And I just wanted to give a shout out because, um, A, I love your podcast. It's been really helpful during this awful pandemic to have something light and nice to look forward to. Um, Really, really helpful. But B, I just wanted to tell you about a really cool thing that happened um, to, to a fellow listener, my friend Beth. Um, Beth is a freaking baller, and during this global pandemic while working from home, has interviewed and received a brand new job with an amazing promotion and lots of cool new benefits and stuff. She is also a listener, a longtime listener. She actually introduced me to Forever 35, and I just thought you would be excited to know that amidst all this terribleness, some good things are happening, some wonderful ladies are getting amusing jobs, and that's really positive. Anyways, hope you guys are doing well. Um, thanks again for all the wonderful content. Um, have a great week. Bye. Yes. Congratulations to your friend. That's amazing. We needed this news. We really did. That's so great. But yeah, that is really great. And also just like, gosh, it's nice hearing that amid um, just the immense amount of, of job loss and furloughs and everything that's happening. That is um, some nice, nice little bit of news. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. All right. A listener named Emily had an interesting question for us. 
Hi, Kate and Dory. I want to know what fun prods you have pulled out of drawers and bathroom organizing caddies to put to good use while spending time at home. For me, it has been using the Trader Joe's skincare mask trio. My fave is the Rosewater Hydrating one because I'm a nurse practitioner taking care of homeless people with COVID-19 in Boston. And my skin needs some love after wearing PPE all day. I've also used a few shower bombs I got from a shop in Portland, Maine, but was saving for a special day. Well, the time is now. I also got my husband to do a mask for the first time. Thanks for making the show. It is doing us all some good. First of all, thank you. Thank you for your email. Thank you for your job. Taking care of homeless people with COVID-19. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, And I loved this question because I hadn't pulled any fun prods out of drawers. But as soon as I read this, I was like, you know, I have a bin of samples and like travel size stuff that I'm always like saving for when I go away. But like, when am I going away? Possibly never. So why don't I just use some of those now? And have you been? No, no. I like I just was like, oh, you oh just, I'm sorry. This email inspired. Yes, this so email has, okay. has inspired me to now be like, oh, I'm going to look in that bin and see what I have. And maybe I don't know. Who knows what I'll find? Because this 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 email kind of made me chuckle because I felt like they could see inside my bedroom and my bathroom where I have been like digging through my product bins. Oh, so you have been doing this. A little bit, yes. It felt very um, on the nose. Like, for example, uh, we, so again, Dory and I get sent products because of Forever 35, and which is like, yes, uh, totally awesome. And I really appreciate it. And someone had sent us an Eve Loam rescue mask. Now, I have been zitting up a storm here during this past <laughs> week of um, self-isolation. So I did dig out the old Mario Badescu. I forget exactly what it's called. Oh, that, the drying like, lotion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had like half a mustache of that on last night. <laughs> um, so that was cool. But then um, I was going to try out this treatment. It's a clay facial treatment mask that, quote, decongests skin and pores. And Lord knows my skin could use a little decongesting. So I was going to dig into that. Um and I don't know, I've just been washing my hair more. So I guess I'm rediscovering my shampoos that live on the floor of my shower. Oh, that's fun. I've been like, oh, hello, I have shampoo. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Emily. And I'll keep you all posted. Yeah, we that would be a fun little update of like, what products have we been playing with? Yeah, exactly. That'll be a fun one. Get right, to Kate. work on those sample story. Uh, thank you. I will. Do you want to take okay. this next email? Yes, please. Hi, Cat and Door. First off, I want to start by saying that I've been listening to Forever 35 since I was 14. Oh, my gosh. I am turning 17 this year, and you two are what have gotten me through high school. I cannot express how much I adore you both. Well, listen, that's the biggest compliment I've ever received. My name is Paige, and I am writing to you because I just found out that the June SAT has been canceled. I anticipated that this might be the case, but I was holding out hope that it would still happen. I am a junior and have been studying for the SAT since August. I was one of the few people who didn't have my March SAT canceled, but the results were not what I was hoping for. I knew when I started this whole thing that this might be the outcome, but I had assumed that I would still have the May and June SATs as backup opportunities. This, unfortunately, is no longer the case, and the next SAT date isn't taking place until August. 
I know there are many kids that still have not taken the SAT, but I'm still very concerned. I had planned to have reached my goal before the summer started so that I would have the summer to work exclusively on college applications and especially essays. Now I have to work all summer on continuing to study for the SAT, my worst nightmare. I know there are a few colleges that are not requiring SAT score submissions for the 2021 class, but those colleges are not the ones I am planning on applying to. I understand this problem of mine is very much trivial compared to those many others have been forced to endure during this pandemic, but I am feeling like a failure and I'm trying to figure out how to pull my life together. I am normally a really good student, but I am mad at myself right now and feeling stupid for not reaching my desired goal in March so that I wouldn't be worrying about this whole thing right now, a test that carries such an enormous weight on my future. Do you have any tips on what I should be doing or adjust my mentality? I would appreciate any feedback you two might have. Paige. I mean, Paige, look, I applied early to a school that did not require you to submit the SAT for like, (laughs) because the SAT was very stressful for old me. So I, I don't even know where to begin. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, Paige. Yeah. And I think you're probably doing great. You sound like such a conscientious student and so, mature and focused on your goals. And I think all that is going to shine through and eclipse whatever your SAT score is. And I'm also going to guess that like your, the the SAT score is not the only thing that that defines you. Totally. I am not a college um, uh, admissions officer. Maybe one is listening who might be able to weigh in here. Um, But I I just want to say, I think it's going to be okay. I agree. I think you're being really hard on yourself. Um, I got really sad when you said you're feeling like a failure um, and that you're mad at yourself and feeling stupid for not reaching your desired goal. I think that this happens to a lot of people who are really good students. I know this happened to me. Like you have one small setback and you start thinking that you're a total failure. And that's not true. There, You have setbacks throughout life. Like life is a series of setbacks and then you, you power through, you get through it. So you're going to get through this. I promise you're not a failure and you're not stupid. Um, Here is my suggestion. I think that if you want to take the SAT again in August, by all means, but I think you should limit your amount of studying. I think you should limit your studying to like, I don't know, two days a week for a certain amount of time. And then use the other time to work on your essays, to work on the other applications. Don't let just the SAT take over your life. I guarantee you that studying every day for the SAT is not going to make a difference. Yeah, I bet you're probably, you will probably be ready, basically ready even without studying. I think if you took one practice SAT a week. (laughs) Bad advice. Well, I think if yeah, you took, that's a good idea. Dory. I think if you, you took one practice test. SAT a week and then you were able to identify your real weak spots and you could focus on those, I think you'd be doing great. Like, yeah, I think, that's a great idea. I think taking as many practice tests as you can is the way to go with these things. Um, and yeah, we'll be thinking of you. And, you know, I didn't get into all the colleges I applied to and like life turned out fine. It's going to be fine. I promise. Yeah. Take it from two old ladies who went to college many years ago. (laughs) Yeah. And I loved college and I loved where I ended up and I made really good friends there. And like, you know, uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. I promise. It'll, it it will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I have to imagine these colleges and universities 
our understanding of all these different things that are happening. Yes. I mean, I know that like, yeah, like the whole University of California system isn't looking at SATs for the fall applications. I feel like there are going to be more colleges that, especially if like the August one gets canceled, there's going to be more colleges that won't look at SATs. Yeah. Yeah. You got this. You got this, Paige. We are excited for you. Keep us posted on your journey next year through senior year. We'll be thinking of you. Keep us posted. Yeah. All right. This next email is kind of a doozy. Um, Do you want me to take this? Do you want to take this? I'll read this. Okay. I am an elementary school teacher, and like so many others, I had to very rapidly switch to remote learning in mid-March. It has been a whirlwind of a month with so much trial and error, iterating, and just trying my best to keep my students moving forward academically and socially and emotionally healthy. One of the biggest changes in the day-to-day of my job is the massive increase in how much I am now interacting with my students' parents. Many of them sit and watch my daily morning meetings, live lessons, and one-on-one Zoom calls with students. I feel like I am suddenly teaching under a microscope, and every little thing I do is open to comments, feedback, and criticism. Most parents have been incredibly kind, gracious, and grateful for everything I'm doing. But there are a few squeaky wheels who are really making my life hell. One set of parents in particular who have always been a bit tricky and difficult to work with seem to have decided to channel all their anxieties, fears, and insecurities about the current situation into micromanaging and harshly criticizing every little thing I do or don't do. They find fault with anything and everything, and they don't hesitate to let me know, usually in a rude, condescending, and demeaning tone. I have weekly office hours for parents, and each week they are the first to sign up, and then they spend the whole time literally yelling at me and telling me what a bad job I am doing. In between these meetings, they send me constant emails full of more criticism and nitpicky questions about insignificant things. I have asked for support from my administration, and fortunately, they have been very supportive and sympathetic, and they have promised to speak to these parents about their tone and attitude, but so far that hasn't happened. I am trying to set boundaries for myself, such as only checking email at certain times of day and not at all on weekends, and yet I still find myself obsessing and ruminating about what they have said or what they might say in the future. I fully recognize that none of this is really about me, and there are much bigger and deeper personal issues at play for these parents, and I try my hardest not to take their actions personally and to not devote much time or energy to them, but I just can't let it go. I find myself lying awake for hours the night before meetings full of dread about the verbal abuse I will suffer the next day. Then, the day of the meeting, my whole day is shot, and I feel like garbage and a complete failure. How can I stop obsessing about these parents and how can I stop caring so much about what they think of me? I'm working hard on this with my therapist and trying to do guided meditations at night, say positive affirmations to myself during the day and focus on all the overwhelmingly positive feedback I'm getting from others, including my boss. And yet I still find myself getting so upset about this day after day and week after week. Any tips for how to get through these next two months would be so appreciated. P.S. Did I mention I'm also six months pregnant? I worried about how stressed the situation makes me because I know that it's not good for me or my baby. Oh, I hate these parents. I mean, listener, first, just let me say that after we got this email, I immediately wrote thank you emails to my to my children's two teachers because even though I like try to think about how this is from their point of view, I just hadn't thought about what it must feel like to have like the parents peeking in on zoom and all that sort of stuff. So I want you to say that it had an impact on me selfishly in my own life. Mm. As for these parents, my God, listener, can you stop doing the office hours? I don't know what kind of school this is, what kind of situation you're in, what kind of what you're required to do. But like, it almost sounds like you have to eliminate all opportunities for these people to get to you. 
And yeah. I, know, I know that then it disadvantages all the other parents that you're having positive communication with. But like, is that a thing you can end? I also wonder, can you tell these parents how they are treating you or, or set up some sort of boundaries with communications with them? Especially if your boss is aware of the situation and aware that they are these toxic people. Okay, so that, that if I may chime in, that was what I was going to say, like that, that your administration hasn't said anything to these parents yet. They need to say something to these parents. Yeah, I'd so circle back. The same way that, that some parents are being annoying squeaky wheels, I think you kind of have to be a little bit of a squeaky wheel in this situation and make sure that the administrators speak to these parents because this is not okay. Yeah. And make sure that they have your back, that if you do say something to the parents, that they're not going to throw you under the bus. So you might say to the administration, like, hey, this is what I'd like to say to these parents and make sure that they're going to back you up. And CC your your boss yeah. on the email so the parents know yeah. everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. This Oof. sounds really hard. I tend to operate the same way as you. And the only way I get through it is by setting these really intense boundaries um, in terms of like the information I l- allow myself to see. And so I don't know what's possible for you here, but I really hope you get, s- get a break from these people. Me too. You don't deserve this. I mean, no one deserves this, but especially you as our listener. Yeah. Yeah. You tell your administrator that the Here For You podcast is paying attention to this situation. You can right. see us on the email. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if you were like, also two podcast hosts are CC'd here and <laughs> they and they their want, listeners. They are not going to stand for this shit. Parents. No. Um, all right. Well, this next voicemail, maybe it will help you. I don't know. It helped me. Here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, my name is Larkin, and I'm a longtime listener, one-time emailer. And I'm currently calling about your Here For You podcast, which I've found to be amazingly helpful. I'm currently walking my son, Henry, who's a few months older than your son, Henry, Dory. I just wanted to share um, a mantra of mine that has been helpful these last few weeks has been the one that I used when I was going into labor with Henry. Um, apologies, I'm on a breath because I'm walking with a stroller. Um, but my mantra was, I am calm, I am strong, and we will get through this together. It helped me go through a really long labor um, plus drugs. And just thought it would be helpful for your listeners. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you for helping us really get through the days. All right. Love you both. Bye. I am calm, I am strong, and we will get through this together. Hmm. hmm. I love, love that. that. And that inspired our word of the day, which is strength. And you can interpret that however you want. Okay, Dory, I will. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, we don't have to be strong. That's not a requirement no. for going through this. So I'm just going to say strength, wherever you draw that from. There we go. I love it. Okay. Our activity for the day is rewatch a classic show. That's it. <laughs> I'm on it. What do you think you're going to watch? Well, and I do think, think Golden yes. You're going to watch Golden Girls, sorry. Golden Girls feels No, Golden Girls I remember I love the Golden Girls. But as a child I used to watch it like way too young and 
I remember it. I found it very comforting. And so I'm, I'm thinking it will provide me with that same sense of just like comfort and coziness. That's a really, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Also, can you imagine like were the Golden Girls a real group of women who are alive today? They'd all be quarantined together and what that would be just wild. Totally. And how great, what? like how great to be quarantined together. Oh, yes. My, my best friend is doing this right now with 30 Rock and really enjoying it. I'm curious. Do you have a show picked out, Dory, that you want to rewatch? <sighs> well, I was thinking maybe Beverly Hills 90210. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel like that could be good. So escapist, oh. you know? And, and just so like, old. So and it'll so be kind old. of like funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I okay. Don't know. Maybe I'm I'll give that a this. shot. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I will never forget the pilot of that. I think it's the pilot where Kelly eats sushi for lunch and like that felt so right. fancy. So fancy and like glamorous and like this is what teens in Beverly Hills do. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, mm. I'll report back. That sounds nice recapturing that feeling right now. That's yeah. Kind of, that sounds fun. All right. I love this suggestion. Okay, good. Well, well, listeners, it's been great talking to you all. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with us on this journey. Yep. And remember, we are here for you and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.